0: Welcome back to the Ruth Advent bonus episode, week two, and hopefully you've listened to the regular Ruth episode because you will get a lot more understanding in that and then listen to this bonus episode for Advent. The definition of Advent is a long-awaited arrival of something significant, usually notable a person or an event. We are focused on the long-awaited arrival of the birth of Jesus on Christmas, this Advent season. And the focus of this second Advent week is love.
1: Yeah, so Ruth chapter 2, Advent week 2. We want you to be pondering love. The next two chapters of Ruth are as close to a hallmark love story as you will get in the Bible. But the love in this story goes beyond romance. It's a kind of love called hesed. Now, the book of Ruth is considered the greatest example of hesed in the whole Bible. Because while Ruth and Boaz both demonstrate hesed. It is God's said that steals the show. We defined said in episode one of season eight, the book of Ruth. So go back and listen. said is a Hebrew word that is translated in the English Bible as kindness, but it means so much more. We just don't have a good English word that fits. Hased goes beyond kindness and includes loyalty, generosity, mercy, and compassion. It usually requires a voluntary action, typically from a more powerful person to a weaker person. So in summary, chesed is a voluntary act of extraordinary mercy or generosity performed for a person in real and desperate need in the context of a deep relational commitment the book of Ruth is saturated with Hesed. In fact, the entire book is a love story and not just between Boaz and Ruth. It is a story of sacrificial love, compassionate love, loyal love, and generous love. So back in the little town of Bethlehem, Hesed grows. Our first example is Ruth's has said, which is sacrificial and compassionate love. Now we know from Ruth episode one, not the bonus Advent episode, but the regular episode, what Naomi may have been thinking and feeling when she and Ruth arrived in Bethlehem. But let's try to imagine what Ruth feels. She's a recent widow, a detail filled with silent pain. Her young husband became ill and died right before her eyes she never talks about it. Unlike Naomi, Ruth is not bitter about it. She also experienced infertility, 10 years of marriage and not one child. She and her husband prayed, hoped, and swallowed disappointment month after month for over a hundred months. Did they talk about it? Had she lost hope, given up on ever having a child? Unlike Naomi, Ruth is not bitter about it. On top of that, Ruth is not blinded by her own needs. She sees the needs of others despite her disappointment in life. And in particular, she sees Naomi's needs. So Ruth's first act of chesed is sacrificial love. In chapter one, Ruth sacrifices, the comfort and security of the only life she has ever known to care for Naomi. Naomi is too old to have another son to take care of her in her future and provide for her. And that was the way of things then, and probably should be now. Parents provided and cared for children when they were young. And then the children provided and cared for the parents when they were old. Naomi is in real and desperate need, and Ruth loves her sacrificially. Ruth will take Naomi back to Bethlehem. She will provide for her and she will never leave her. She promised it in chapter one, verse 16.
0: Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people
1: and your God, my God. Ruth's second act of hesed was compassionate love. So the first was sacrificial love. Her second is compassionate love. In chapter one, Naomi seems paralyzed, by her despair. She doesn't even seem to care about the provision of food. It's Ruth who broaches the subject, and without any help or instruction from Naomi, Ruth steps out, a stranger in a strange place, to provide for them. Ruth is in a stronger place than Naomi, both physically because of her age and emotionally because of her faith. Ruth sees and knows Naomi is fragile inside and out. Ruth sees Naomi. And she has compassion for her. And Ruth chooses to love Naomi sacrificially and compassionately. It is a great gift of Hesed. So the question today is, what do you see in your family,
0: your neighborhood, your community, maybe at work or at church? Do you see people that have needs around you? And as we approach this second week of Advent, ask God to show you the people who need your Hesed. And if you feel like too many people need you, like you can see those needs all (laughs) over the (laughs) place and all around, (laughs) then ask God to fill you with the time and energy to meet the needs of all those others around you with the loving kindness, or that hesed
1: that Susan just taught us about. The second example of hesed is Boaz's hesed, which is loyal and generous love. Boaz is living a different life than Naomi and Ruth. He is a man of standing in the community. He's wealthy and is reaping at this moment in her story an abundant harvest. His future is secure. Boaz has a choice. He can hoard the harvest Or he can give as God commands. And Boaz chooses to embrace God's principles. He chooses, has said. Boaz first chooses to love with loyalty. His employees greet him with the words, The Lord be with you. Boaz has carried his faith into his workplace. He and his manager have a close relationship and discuss the welfare of the people who work for them. He is loyal to his clan and family. Upon discovering who Ruth is in verse eight, he immediately goes to her and insists that she glean on his property only.
0: Verse eight. So Boaz said to Ruth, my daughter, listen to me. Don't go and glean in another field and don't go away
1: from here. Stay here with the women who work for me. And spoiler alert. In chapter three, we will find that Boaz's said is so exceptionally loyal that he will make a lifetime covenantal commitment to Ruth. Another example of Boaz's said is his choice to love with generosity. In verse eight, Boaz offers the grain of his fields, as we mentioned before. In verse nine, he assures Ruth's safety by telling his men not to touch her which they obey because he is loyal to them and therefore they are loyal to him. They have that great relationship. In verse 9 through 14, Boaz offers Ruth hospitality. He tells her not to draw her own water. His workers will do that too. He invites her to a meal. Then he gives her roasted grain to go for Naomi. In verses 15 and 16, he orders his men to leave her stocks. So she's cleaning in the fields, picking up what's left. And now he tells his guys, hey, pull out some of your own stocks and leave them behind for her so that she won't have to work as hard and so that her load will be lighter.
0: So in our, is today's cancel culture, right? It's an easy thing that you could just dismiss someone around you, even your family. Sometimes you could just dismiss them or disregard a need that they might have. But what if... They need our loyalty and they need your generosity in this Advent season. The second greatest commandment is to love your neighbor as yourself, period. So it doesn't say that it'll be easy to do that. It just says that our closest neighbors are also our family who we're called to love. So how can you follow Boaz's example and demonstrate, has said, loyal and generous love to your friends, family and neighbors in this Advent season.
1: All right. Our first example was Ruth's has said, which was sacrificial and compassionate love. Our second example was Boaz's has said, which is loyal and generous. But the ultimate example, the greatest has said, is God's gift of love. From the beginning of Genesis to the book of Ruth, God has been unfolding his plan to redeem us from the fall. In the book of Ruth, God's movements are silent. He is barely mentioned except for two verses that bookend the four chapters. In chapter one, verse six, God provides food. In chapter four, verse 13, God provides a child, not any child. This child born of Bethlehem will be the seed that carries forth the seed That will be another child of Bethlehem, the long-awaited king that they never had and so desperately needed during this dark period of judges. That child will become King David, and his seed will carry forward until in the little town of Bethlehem, another child will be born, the Son of God, King of Kings, Jesus Christ. This child will be God's greatest act of hesed. It is sacrificial. And compassionate, like Ruth has said, God will sacrifice His Son out of compassion for us. It is loyal and generous, like Boaz's has said. God has promised us we will be heirs to His kingdom and free from sin and pain. God's greatest act of said or steadfast love, was sending His Son, Jesus, to die for us. Jesus' sacrifice was the ultimate gift of love. And it offers us forgiveness, salvation, and eternal life.
0: So in week two of Adventing the Arrival of Our Savior, Jesus Christ, remember that every single day God is silently, providentially carrying out His plan, even if we don't see it. And then ponder the third stanza from our theme song, O Little Town of Bethlehem.
1: Silently, the wondrous gift is given. So, God imparts to human hearts the blessings of His heaven. No mere may me hear His coming, but in this world of sin, where The dear Christ Thank you for joining us for this Advent Bonus episode. Our next regular episode drops this Monday. Have a Merry Christmas.